Aloha and welcome to the sacred. Thank you for taking the time to do something for yourself today. You are entering a space that is here to help shed our old stories, to heal our hearts, to hold space and love each other, and to help create the world and life that we all dream of. Let us thank our ancestors and our children's children, those who have walked before and are yet to come, our Mother Earth, Father Sun, Grandmother Moon, the Star Nations and Great Spirit, the Unnameable One, thank you for bringing us together and allowing us to sing the Song of Life. Please sit down, relax and enjoy yourself and thank you for listening to this podcast. Welcome to the Sacred. My name is Emma, for those of you that have never visited the Sacred before, and this is episode 41 of our podcast, well, my podcast. What I like to do every week as we start the podcast is first just come into our breath, just so we can absorb everything that we can gain from this and really take this time for yourself today. If you could just, first of all, if it's safe to do so, if you're not driving or walking or anything like that, if you could close your eyes and just take in three deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. And again. One more time. beautiful that's yeah just beautiful I'm so stoked if that's all that you do from today's podcast just remember to take those three deep breaths and come into yourself and connect with yourself and your heart Um, that in itself has so much power wow so what a week this week has been we went away on the weekend to Lennox Head's um, camping and for a surf and it was amazing we had a beautiful time as a family as well as with some friends Um, but I have felt very overwhelmed lately and I think, um, I spoke about this a little bit last week about feeling very overwhelmed, feeling like my to-do list was huge and I really had to sit down with myself and nut out my priorities and what I'm offering to everyone and set some boundaries for myself and it's been hard. It's really triggered a lot of stuff. For me, and I really, I was just talking to some beautiful friends this morning, um, Em and Dave, at their gorgeous cafe at Moffat Coco Loco. If you are ever at Moffat Beach, I really encourage you to go. It's beautiful. And another beautiful friend this week, Jazz, as well, from Elysian Merakai, um, about what's been happening with me and feeling like this year is going to be a year where you need to do the work. I'm feeling like, and I'm not talking about work like, going to work I'm talking about doing the work internally on myself where I am going to have to really show up for myself and really challenge myself in some areas I'm not going to able to slip back into old habits and old ways so easily it actually makes me feel yuck and talking to them this week has just really um, helped me refocus given me a bit of a boost and a bit of realignment and to realize that there's no excuses except for myself and if I'm coming from a place of love and not fear 
and I constantly am reminding myself of that, the path will be lit up and will be there and just trusting in that, even though sometimes it can feel difficult and hard or questionable um, and it's easy to just slip back into old ways. It's so good to not have that as an option anymore um, because I don't want that for my life. I want new ways. And the guests that I have on this week and what we talked about was just exactly aligned with that as well as a few other things. So I am about to bring you someone who is inspiring in so many ways, um, Amanda Hill. And there is not much more than I can say to sum her up at at the moment except for listening to the conversation that we have and you'll realize and hear and see all that she has to give and her service to the world. So this week I have an amazing lady on. She has her own podcast as well, is in a doTERRA, is a yoga teacher, and she's also doing just so much work um, in the world at the moment. I feel like your hands are in all little spots at the moment trying to like see what comes up. It's the beautiful Amanda Hill. How are you? Thank you, Emma. Thanks for having me. On the show, I'm really grateful for this opportunity to spend time with you. As we were just saying beforehand, it's been um, a little time coming, just waiting for the perfect timing. But yeah, looking forward to sharing this time with you and everybody listening in. And um, the question was, how how am I? I'm really good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really, really good. Yeah, yeah, I've just had... Um, a beautiful, beautiful morning. Um, my partner and I have just moved in together a month ago um, and we've been doing distance the last three years. So every morning that I wake up oh. with him <laughs> is just the best. It feels like the biggest reward um, for the time that we spent apart. So... Yeah, everything's still such a novelty at the moment. Like we just walked to our um, local bakery and I got a hot chocolate, he got a coffee and, um, yeah, I just said, I said to him, I was like, my heart could burst right now just from the simple act of like walking to get a coffee together in the morning. It's magic. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I guess it wasn't there for so long. It's And you would have had like mm. three years is a long time for a distance yeah. relationship. Like, props to you. Like, Thank that's, you. <laughs> that's huge to both of you. So <laughs> you should enjoy it. I, but I think even what you just said, it reminds me, I've never done that. I've been with my partner mm. for 10 years and we've always mm. been together. And I think mm. that you learn to not be so grateful for waking up next to each other and you take it for granted. And it, and it worries me that I do take it for granted. So that's a huge reminder. <laughs> yes. Well, I think I everything's always in um, a state of, of flux. And that's mm. the beauty of perspective that not having things 
gives us. Mm. But the oh, this is what I say um, to people when, like, my yoga students will say, "Oh, I haven't been to yoga in so long," and there'll be like a there'll be a charge associated with that, like a guilt, yeah, that they're yeah. carrying. And I'll say to them, I'll try and make it really relatable and say, look, I don't go to yoga sometimes because I just recognise that there's different times in, like there's different seasons and some seasons of my life I'll need yoga every day or every second day. Mm. And then others, for some reason, and I'm talking about the physical practice here, it might just float on out for a little bit. And then I'll go back to a class. And for me, being a teacher, going to a yoga class is like such a treat mm. and just receiving. But afterwards, I'll be like, it feels like the first time for me. Yeah. And I'll look around and be like, oh, my God, how good was that? Like, how good is yoga, you know? And it'll feel like the first time. Well, and I love with it again. Yeah. Exactly. So the remembering is just as just as beautiful so there's really no sense of falling out of Mm. our practice or out of being grateful because it allows that when we come back in in quotation marks to feel just as good i love so much that you've actually brought that up because um for me at the moment like even just for today and probably the last few days i've been feeling a little bit like down like just a little bit like oh I can't get out of this funk and Mm -hmm. you beat yourself up for it like you think yeah and you know what you should do instead of just honoring whatever your hormone or your energy or whatever is trying to tell you in that moment you say no this isn't acceptable this isn't good enough like you're wasting time you're wasting you know like yeah I love that absolutely absolutely and the Honouring honoring our truth and honouring our feelings, like that is the fastest way out mm. as such. This is what we know, but it's hard to practice because it's easier to float along going everything's fine. But when something comes up that asks for, a, I don't know, deeper introspection, mm. the fastest way to move through that, I call it... Um, it's like transmuting the pain to find the gold. The fastest way to transmute is to sit in that because mm. then we know we have the light that floods back in and we go, oh, mm. and then that's where our depth depth arrives. But mm. um, It's honouring that emotion, yeah. isn't it, instead of mm. trying to run from it. It's honouring it and saying, okay, what are you trying to teach me? like sadness or darkness or whatever you might call it for yourself. What are you trying to teach me in this moment? And why am I feeling that way? Instead of being like, no, you shouldn't be feeling this way. It's always got to be Mm -hmm. up, up, up. Like, yeah. So that's beautiful. I think (laughs) so beautiful. Yeah. No, I'm really, I'm always happy to chat about this because um, the whole good vibes only has never really resonated. (laughs) with me because um you know like everybody I've had um testing times in life Mm. but particularly I got the the theoretical aspect and importance of that when I studied Chinese medicine because all of a sudden we're looking at this symbol yin and yang Mm. in our first in our first class um the teacher said 
Mm. We're just going to look at yin and yang today. This was a three hour class. And I was like, how long can we look at that symbol for? (laughs) Like, (laughs) you're like, no, give me more, give me more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, white side, black, white, there's a dot, there's two dots. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Like a bit swirly. Yeah. Yeah. Like some people get it tattooed. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) we went into, you know, all the principles and, oh, my gosh, it's just so deep and so layered and it just made so much sense to me. I was like, Mm. oh, like when they described that they're always flowing into each other and that really ties in with what we were speaking about is like being in that darkness and having the knowing, and this is where the faith and connection comes in, having the, the knowing, if you look at that symbol, the black is always, and this is where I get the goosebumps on, the black is always moving into the white. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and when we're in the, in the white, in that height of, our, height of our joy, like when I was describing, you know, my joy this morning of being with my man, it's, that the depth of that joy comes from not having that and comes from also knowing that life is impermanent and tomorrow I might not have that, Mm. you know, because when we understand that this is a symbolism for life that has existed a very long time before we were here and has stood the test of time, That this is that's the truth. Um, definitely, it's huge. yeah, yeah, and it's exciting on so many levels that yin and yang. Because I think you can look at it internally, but you can also look at it as a collective, and we can see Absolutely. on the news and all the mm. things that the media pull up and all of the darkness that comes out. Yeah. It can actually make you excited because for there to be that darkness man, there's got to be some light coming. Like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. cycle it is, it's a cycle of our human evolution. It's our experience. It's everything. And I think like totally you can drown in the darkness if you're so focused on that instead of mm-hmm. the whole picture of it, which is the yin and the yang, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I guess, to me, it, when you were speaking then, it just brings reassurance and comfort mm. because, you know, as sensitive people watching the news or, you know, having anything that arrives in our awareness yes. can, be, <laughs> can be a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that knowledge that within the depth of darkness there's always light just like when we see um a natural disaster of something horrific unfolding and we see all the people that are helping that's the light within that darkness or the awareness yeah yeah it draws the whole Mm. world into being hang on this experience that you're having isn't just yours it's everyone Mm -hmm. And we're all the same and we're all experiencing the exact same thing because our minds give us the ability to make it so internalised and so ego-driven and so central that we forget mm-hmm. that there's a whole world out there 
Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So beautiful. How did you, I wanted to, <laughs> no, look at that. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little Go bit. Team. I know. Yay. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about a few things that you're mm. that I've seen on social media that you're into. I don't know you only through right. like Instagram and yeah, all that kind the of snippets. stuff. The snippets. Exactly. So I love, love, love the things that I do see that you're doing at the moment in the world. Um, number one, your podcast. It's amazing. Oh, how, you. how did you start that and what made you want to do that? Like all that. Mm, mm, thank you so much. Um, so specifically to the podcast? Oh, just to anything. I, but I thought I, I wanted to talk about the podcast. Mm. I wanted to talk about your dance nights inspired ah, yes. shit out yes. of me. And it's <laughs> so good. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And because um, there needs to be more of that. I'm, I don't know anywhere on the sunny coast. And if there is anyone on the Sunshine Coast that does it, that's listening, I'd love to hear about it. But yeah. All right. Where did this we'll get to that. It's all very exciting. Um, yeah. What I, I guess, a, a big part of my story that I'd do like to mention because people ask me like how do you have so much faith or and I'm not saying that from an from an ego place it's genuinely something people ask me or like last year on the spur of the moment I moved to like two and a half hours from where I was living because I got the call right yeah and the reason for that is that yeah when I was 15 I got glandular fever which turned into chronic fatigue, basically just labelled as chronic fatigue because doctors didn't know um, what I had, but I was experiencing like, yeah, excessive tiredness, like waking up and not wanting to get out of bed. Um, You know, what I now know, what I didn't have the language for at the time, but what I now know was anxiety and Mm. episodes as such that were, looked exactly like panic attacks or, Um, looked like I was having seizures and things like that. And this went on for, yeah, till I was about 21 actually. And so, yeah, it was a huge chunk of my life. And prior to that, I was um, very much into sport. I loved sport. I was involved in everything in my school, in my community. It's like very... um, self-motivated, high achieving, etc. When I got sick, all of a sudden I couldn't do all of those things that I loved prior. And so it left me very much in darkness, even though there was a lot of light through that time as well. Um, on the inside, I was crumbling because I couldn't do those things mm. that brought me joy or that brought me um, gratification from others as well. So they're yeah. doing the things. Um, and then, you know, I'd sort of almost given up hope that I was going to live with this condition for the rest of my life. And um, I was actually surf instructing at the time. And this one day I had an anxiety attack and, and couldn't go to work. And one of my friends from work, he was in his 50s, um, gave me a call afterwards and said oh have you got chronic fatigue and I was like yeah I have and he said I do as well um I'm actually going to an info session 
this week about a new therapy and I sort of roll my eyes because over the span of five or six years, the amount of things I'd heard of that could potentially help me. Um, and you know, anyone listening in who's, who's been through something similar where, um, yeah, it's really hard to maintain that, that hope that you're going to get better. Um, so I didn't get my hopes up too much, but I just sort of thought, okay, I'll go along. Anyway, while I was sitting there hearing about this therapy, I just had this feeling, I was like, this is it. And basically what they were describing was that um, all symptoms that we see in the body, that are physical manifestations, are caused by stress or emotions. Um, and that the nervous system is affected. And that is why we can experience a range of symptoms that really don't make sense on paper and that modern medicine can't really explain. But it's basically a case of, yeah, the nervous system being overstressed. So mm. I went on to do that therapy and within six months I was better. Woohoo. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was pretty pretty amazing. And, like, I can say it just like, yeah, then I was better, but it actually involved me doing all of the work. So I had to link up. Mm. So if I felt, if I had a headache, I had to look at, well, what's unfolded that day that could have caused mm. that? So they're real symptoms but caused by stress and mm. emotions. And this was so hard for me to get my head around this was a death of the ego because I had to accept and humble myself enough to go I've caused this illness in myself and that was like the hardest truth but the truth that served me because when I knew that I'd caused it I knew I could reverse and help make myself better but all of that work was going to have to be done by me I couldn't place it on someone someone else so I had to yeah become the warrior of my life and really um turn it around and I guess yeah within that was my spiritual awakening as well because um yeah I don't know how it unfolds it's like within that same time I was doing more yoga Uh, like there was a range of things that were helping with that but I was sort of realizing um that I wasn't on autopilot basically Mm. that I I could create my life um that I was part of a bigger picture which when I realized I'd thought back to all little things of when I was younger of you know maybe being at the beach and just feeling such incredible bliss and connection to to everything and everyone but not having the language to be able to explain Mm. that so I just feel like (laughs) yeah it's like you remember during that period it's like it gave you that ability to realize that you're human like that you're consciousness living like you are universal consciousness yeah and yeah by connecting with yourself I guess that's amazing like that's exactly what it was it was the connection with myself and um being able to treat myself with love and compassion Mm -hmm. which is still a daily practice obviously but yeah um yeah that was the gateway for me and from then on 
yeah, I was just on the train like of self-love and, and spirituality and development and, um, yeah, but what I also noticed is at that time, um, when I got myself better and when I became interested in spirituality, etc., there was really no one in my life that understood. Um, I had my mum's, one of my mum's friends, um, she's my spiritual mum. I had her who I could get on the phone with and chat with, but in general, um, like my partner was like, what the fuck? Like, what is <laughs> yeah. going on? All of a yeah. sudden there's like an altar in the room and, you know, um, and all my friends and family. Um, so I felt quite isolated within that, which was really confusing for me because I was like, I've connected with myself. I've got everything I've always wanted. I've got my health back, but now... I don't feel connected to people around me. Like it was really such a paradox. Um, so not long after that, I started my business, which just came from a really natural place of wanting to share what I've learned. It's like you have your awakening. You're like, everyone, yeah. like who wants this is. information? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but you. I had to learn a lot of big lessons around that in not forcing my because it was it was coming from a really excited you know a place of love but um yeah I've learned a lot over the years of just respecting where where people are at and just simply embodying yes um your love yourself your truth yourself yeah which is the whole point and then um people who want that in, in this lifetime well, it's like just shining that out and if, if you want it, come and get it basically Love and that's what my offerings, my offerings are. But a lot of what I've created since then has I really think about that person when I was 21 when I did feel isolated um, and I think of what would she have wanted to hear, like what would she have wanted to jump on on a podcast Um sorry, here on a podcast, what would, what event would she like to go on a, to on a Friday night, which is what, yeah. um, Femme Friday. Um, and even, yeah, like women's circles or love it. Yeah. Um, yoga, etc. So yeah, that's, that's what I think about. Um, and that's really important because I feel like it's easy to get caught up in like wanting to help and you see that coming from different places but Mm. for me it's always been about I'm going to share based on what I would have needed yes yeah and then that's coming from a genuine place because that's that's authentic that's real to me Mm -hmm. and then the people who need that will find it um and like you said before too your faith. It's your ability Mm. to have that faith that if I am sharing out of authenticity and from my heart, not out of wanting to make a business or wanting to look like I've got this all together or whatever, something that's ego driven, then you're being love. And then therefore that's all you'll ever receive is abundance and love and just trusting that that's what's coming for you then and not letting. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. It's all about, um, the energy behind 
Mm. Yeah, what you do. And people are not stupid. People feel that. Like you can't trick people. Like you can feel that even just when you go onto someone's profile on Instagram. You can feel what their energy is and who they are. And if you pretend that you can't, you're just, you're giving away your power. It's like, Mm. you know, even things that look glossy, uh, like the intuitive hints that you get are always spot on in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, this is another conversation, but I think a lot of people give their power away by um, ignoring that intuition that they feel and putting others on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Especially with who <laughs> we follow. On side note, yeah. <laughs> I know. But especially who we, who we follow on social media and mm. all that too, because no matter what you're interested in, there is a certain element where people will put out a certain level of fakeness. Like that's there. That's not real. Yeah. It's, it's to draw you in. It's to whatever. It's just for themselves Absolutely. to make themselves feel safer, I guess. And that's completely normal and totally. fine. And But it's like you yeah. said, having that intuition and that awareness yourself to be like, hang on, don't always take everything by what you're visually seeing. Absolutely. Like what we were talking about before is when like you're struggling and so you don't going to get on social media and be like, Hey guys, it's a great day today. I'm doing well. Like I went and did meditation for 20 minutes, which I didn't like all this kind of stuff just because you think that's what people want to hear. But you know, people feel it. People can sniff it out a mile away and the truth always, always comes through. And yeah, it's trusting but Pardon? It's trusting that too. Like, yes, as long as exactly, your about exactly. you and about your message. And as long as you can totally alignment that way, then you don't need to worry about what the world is telling you. Yeah. No. And um, it's, it's of my belief, and this is what I teach during yoga, I always tell people, I'm like, I'm, I'm your instructor, I'm your guide, but you, your greatest teacher is your, your inner teacher, your higher self. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I'm very much believe you are your own guru. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really important to keep in mind when we're consuming something such as social media to always remember, like be very careful if anyone tells you that, um, you need them Mm. like you need them or you need this Mm. so that you can be enough. You need to do this course so you can be enough. Mm. Um, You need to mentor with me so that you can be better. It's Mm. like, you don't need to do anything. (laughs) You actually don't need to do anything. (laughs) Like, um, so yeah. It's so true though. No. Cautious of that. Like, and remember that, um, that wholeness is within you. So anything that you want to consume, like listening to this podcast today, let this be a bonus in your day, in yeah. your life. You don't need to. You don't. You don't need to remember anything that's been said, or um, you know, it's that it's that sense of you'll always take what you need. Mm what you like from it and leave the rest. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think too, it's like <laughs> taking that, the feeling. So mm. 
It's taking the exactly. feeling that you're getting from this conversation. It's taking the feeling that you get from yoga, the feeling that you get from meditating or journaling or whatever spiritual practice or whatever practices you choose. It could be running, it could be surfing, it could be whatever, and carrying that Absolutely. vibration on. And it's, it's going to be different for all of us. There is no... Mm-hmm. where you should mm-hmm. get up in the morning and follow A, B, C, D, E to be successful. Like that's crap. It's a, that's a lie. Yeah. It's a complete lie because we're all different. 100%. Yeah. And the more you honour what is naturally your desire in life, what brings you that vibration that you want to be in, mm. um, the better off you'll be. And the less that we label things as... Um, as you said, you said spiritual practices or practices mm. because like, yeah, our spiritual mm. practice is not just our sitting down for meditation, which meditation has been a huge part in my healing journey. Like I'm forever grateful for it. Um, but even if I give the example of just on like, on Monday, I, I taught yoga in the morning and then that afternoon I went to kundalini yoga. Um, and for those who don't know, like kundalini yoga is very energetic, very powerful, like you're really tapping into to something else. I'm like, whoa, I'm in fifth dimension here. This is, this is wild. This is awesome. And then that night, like coming home, just sitting on the couch with my partner and watching fucking Married at First Sight. <laughs> I loved it. I saw that. Just just having a laugh and like eating lasagna, like that brings me just as much happiness as what going to that Kundalini class brought. Mm. So I love it. Yeah. There's something, something called spiritual superiority that um, is rife sometimes and yeah I'm really passionate about um integrating into everyday life and making it feel Mm. like more of a continuum that like Mm. our whole day is being in the essence of ourselves not just when we're in meditation or in Mm. yoga class but yeah it's so cliche but it's just so fucking true it's so Um, true you can be (laughs) you can be having a spiritual moment watching married at first sight like like totally yeah exactly yeah we're part of this world so yes yeah yes and we we wouldn't have incarnated here if we weren't meant to be part of this and engaging with it so Mm. yeah and like you said before I think there can be so much judgment um made from a spiritual platform as if you are watching Netflix or watching normal tv or if you are whether or you're vegan or not or whether or not you're this or not or whether or not you're that or not. Like there's so many things that if you don't have all of it and that's just as bad as being, as doing no practice at all. If you're trying to live up to someone else's expectations other than your own. Oh my God. Or if you're placing shame on someone else, that's not doing that. Like shame and judgment is one of the heaviest vibrations we can carry in our body. Um, so yeah, I just think it's so important. Um, and I'm saying this from a place of, I've been there. I've been the one judging. Um, because as I said, particularly when I first awakened, I was just so excited. I'm like, why aren't you meditating? Like, mm. why aren't you doing yoga? Blah, 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 blah. 
You're so um, ignorant. Yeah. Thoughts <laughs> that goes in my head. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's you. really freeing to come to a place where you go. You know what? It's the whole you do you. Um, I'm doing. Yeah, and let. Yeah. Let's let's connect. Like yeah. let's let's have conversation without any of that judgmental charge associated. It's the whole story of Jesus Christ, I guess, like the whole thing of living by example and then other people mm. going, oh, what is that thing that you've got? Like what is that thing I'm attracted to that? You seem to exactly. be always like aware and you're very open and generous and all these things and that's what attracts people. Like that's what we totally. all want to be. So everyone's be like, how do I get that? But I think the problem is is people want it number one, without actually doing the work. Like what you said before, it's yeah. a lot of work on yourself. Yeah, it's a lot of work, yeah. We all have stories that we've got yeah. to let go of and it's constant work. Definitely, definitely, yeah. But and it's also not looking to others for the answer. You are the warrior. You are your saviour. Like you are that. You are God. You are whole and it's remembering that, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and it's... Yeah, easy for us to sit here and say, um, but it's all the work that we do is behind the scenes. I mean, we can get on here and share I'm doing the work, but that's the part of our ego that dies is because I can't say it's not fully tangible because it is because you feel people's vibration, but it's not tangible in the way that we've been conditioned Mm. to know that things are tangible like yeah she's achieved this um level of the corporate ladder like Mm. it's not tangible in that way Mm. but it is in a sense of we know we know what we've achieved and we can be proud Mm. of that and that yeah and it's just the journey isn't it it is the journey and I think it's taking like it's hard I know a few yeah. weeks ago I sat down with myself and I got really overwhelmed with all the work mm. that I have to do this year and I'm, not, and I'm not talking about climbing a corporate ladder work I'm talking just about like on myself yeah um, and just wanting to then share that too yeah. with everyone else but it's overwhelming when you go far out. Like I've still got so much in there and it's going to be constantly like trying mm-hmm. to get it out. And it can become mm-hmm. a point where my ego um, will try and say to me, oh, just don't do it. Like just cruise along where you're at now. But it just doesn't work. Like I just can't. I'll just, I feel like if I keep on, if I kept on living a life that wasn't true to myself, then it wouldn't, mm-hmm. I'd never would feel anything from that well that's what it becomes is what's what's the other option right Mm. um because it's almost like at the start um I feel yeah my Reiki healer explained this to me the other day she's like at the start when you're sort of dipping your toe in spirituality or personal development it's like you've you've still got the door of your old life open and you've opened up the door of spirituality. And this is what a lot of people talk about with like one foot in each door, feeling one foot in each world or navigating the space in between. And then what happens is when that commitment comes of just like 
or this is me. I'm committing to my higher self every day. Um, I'm embracing, you know, that I'm an energetic soul. I'm here for the evolution of myself and for all, all those around me. What happens is that door behind actually closes and we've fully stepped into that door. And what's scary about that, yeah, for the ego is that now that door's closed, we actually can't go back in, even if we might sort of, you know, um, dabble, dabble yeah. but the door never fully opens to go yeah. back in. Because through the window. Exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, that looks quite comfortable. Um, <laughs> and this is this is faith when we fully mm. step into that mm. into that door but um I don't know I see it as yeah it's a bit of an addiction of like um yeah I'm all in and they're just yeah there doesn't feel like there's another option because it's just me being myself mm. um, completely I, and I feel yeah. like when I try to go to the other option because I'm scared of the situation or what I've been called to do or anything like that, that Mm. I like struggle so much with that. I can't like, I just, yeah. And it's, um, and if I do, it's never been helpful to me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's the learning again is the remembering the coming Mm. home. Yeah. Mm. I'd love to get to um, the podcast. That was the question you asked me. Yes, to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. So the speaking about intuition, this is it came through really intuitively because um. I was. This was two years ago. I was um, working at a cafe to sort of support. I just decided I didn't want to pursue Chinese medicine as a career. And I'd done psychology before that as well, so dabbled in lots of different things. And then through meditation came um, this website, Amanda Hill, and then with the mentoring, the oils and yoga as the three pillars, which is what I still work with now. Um, but I was sort of keeping the side that as a side hobby almost because I was still working at the cafe to sort of support myself in the transition And um, one night I was just scrolling on Instagram and someone had posted um, about this course to learn how to make a podcast. And I was like, oh, yeah, like didn't think anything of it, just scrolled past. And then the next day I was at work and my friend, um, she'd been following what I was sharing online and she was into it and she just turned around during the shift and was like, hey, Mandy, have you ever thought of um having a podcast and, and I just yeah got the goosebumps all over and this is why we talk about the um universe double hook when mm-hmm. we get two nudges and when that's followed by the goosebumps or that feeling um and I had that and I was like oh fuck okay this is this is happening um so that night I went and I just signed up for the course Cause I was like, that's an action I can take. And that's something I'm really passionate about too, because I think a lot of people um, in this world who maybe want to step in a bit more to sharing their light, um, hang out in that space of like doing the energetic work, which is 
number one. It's most important. But then as we were talking about it, it all sinks in. Um, we're here, we're in this physical form and there's people that need what we have to share and to do that we have to take action in the 3D. Mm. So even though I was shit scared, that action of just signing up for the course was like, okay, I'm, this is happening so you know, I'm going through, I'm going through the trenches now. So, you know, I can let it unfold. And it was great because I had someone else guiding that process Mm. as well, because I'm, I had a massive story, which you might resonate with Emma around technology. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I knew that was going to rear up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it did. Yeah. Uh, we got to know each other very well. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the best part was is that this course, and it's um, by my friend Alana Helbig called um, Ignite Podcasting for Changemakers. And the start was really getting into the energy of the podcast and the why. And the why for me was... Um, yeah, that I wanted to share this message about being able to stand in yourself and, yeah, being really sovereign in that and, like, not having to change who you are but still finding a sense of belonging. Mm. There's a really amazing quote by Brene Brown about this. Um, yeah, like having the courage to, to stand in that. And yeah. that's that came from a really deep place for me because I, I didn't have that community around me when I always say coming out, like when I came out of the spiritual closet. So I wanted people to just have a space where they could explore themselves, but not have to change that to fit into a mold. Cause I also grew up in quite a small town that was like, you know, a lot of people follow the same path. So, yeah, I didn't have, I don't know, that ability to connect um, in that way, I guess. Connect in lots of different ways, but just not in that particular way of um, exploring, yeah, spirituality, personal development. Yeah. So yeah, that became my why for the podcast. Um, so, yeah, then I just... Went through the motions. It took me nine months um, to bring it to life. Yeah, and when it came to life, I was, yeah, super proud of it. And uh, last year was season one. Yeah. So, yeah, that was awesome. And then just come back this year, season two. So, yeah, it's called The Amanda Hill Show. And, um, yeah, I'm really grateful. As you know, podcasting is such a beautiful way to connect with people like hello to everyone listening oh. in who's like on their walk or um in their car you know, cleaning their house yeah. whatever it is um yeah thanks for having emma and i in your life today it's um it's such an honor that people invite you into their everyday life in such an intimate way so yeah i love, I love being able to connect and, and i'm really grateful that we have the technology that allows us to do that I Definitely. love technology see how much I've worked on my story now I know you're like I love technology 
fucking love it. Yeah, yeah it's so good. <laughs> but no, completely. And I love that you talk about it coming from that place of wanting to share. Um, and I know that was my purpose. Um, and it's gone through changes where I've, and I've stopped recording for a while because I just didn't feel like I had anything to offer or whatever it was, like whatever story was going on in my head. But from we like from having a podcast, it's helped me grow so much. Totally. Let alone anyone else who listens. Like finding your voice is huge. Um, particularly for us. Yeah. For us as women. Um, and I just like everyone, Everyone will say, you know, all the pros and cons there are to having social media, having platforms, etc., which there are, as we know, because it's yin and yang. Yeah. Um, but one of the positives I really draw is that anyone can have a voice now. Like you can open up your phone and talk. Yeah. And people can listen. Like one person can listen in and you can have an impact on them. Like that's, Mm. that's the reality that we're in now. And I think it's a really exciting time to be alive because of that. Amazing. And like you said too, it only needs to be one person. It doesn't need to be like anything bigger than that. And the most amazing thing with social media is that it's your choice. It's your, it's my choice who I follow. It's my choice. What podcasts I listen to. It's my choice yeah. if, how much time I choose to spend on my phone exactly. or anything like that too. And, yes, sometimes I make poor choices and yeah. then other times I make great ones and that's just life. That's right. Life. That is life. Yeah. And we can blame. Um, it's really interesting that, yeah, some of the conversation has, has gone into this today because, yeah, I noticed that it's like we can blame the technology like I was when I started the podcasting and those stories were coming up. I was like, it's technology's fault. No, it's not technology's fault. It's the energy that I'm putting into it. Um, and it's the same. It's like technology actually has a neutral charge, which everything does. And we choose exactly as you said, because we have the choice. We choose how we want to interact with it. So whenever I feel funky one of the first things I look to is my relationship with technology because I think everyone is navigating this at the moment no one has it figured out and if anyone tells you that they do they're fucking bullshitting yeah because we are still in toddler stage of in the you know in the grand scheme of evolution we're toddlers at having Mm -hmm. a phone that we can connect with so everyone is still working it out but if we have a negative relationship with us, that's on us. Like that's, well, how am I choosing to engage with it? And I'm always trialing different things um, of how I want to engage. And something I've been trialing the last few weeks is just having Sundays off all Mm. my socials. Um, Because as you would know, Emma, when you, when you do what you love, it's so easy to work all the time because, and to just kind of work all the time, especially yeah. when as well you're the things that bring you joy, like for me, yoga or time at the beach, also become a business, like become work in a way because I yeah. might be sharing there or things like that. So the last few weeks I've just had Sundays completely offline because Sundays are my favourite day of the week. 
I just Love I'm like that. if I was a day of the week, I'd be a Sunday. Like <laughs> Sunday understand me. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so I have that as like my day that, you know, I do all the things that fill up my cup and um that feel really good. And I've just noticed like the last few weeks, um, how much time can expand when we're not, you know, texting someone five minutes here. Um, scrolling half an hour here, like I'm just amazed at oh. how on a Sunday it's like, oh, like this Sunday just gone, I went for a big walk with my friends, went out for brekkie and then like got home, it was one o'clock. I was like, I've still got like the whole afternoon and evening. I'm just like sitting on the couch for half an hour, not doing anything, being like, this is so amazing. Yeah. Like to just have space is so important. And I yeah. think that's something that technology, that's the only thing to me that technology is, has a negative impact on, I yeah. guess, if you want to put that, is it takes away from us having space. Yeah. So when your yeah. mind. The white space. The white space. Nothing. When you're sitting there literally yeah. like staring, like it doesn't have to be anything. It's even sitting in the doctors or going to exactly any kind of appointment and you straight away go, I'll just do some work or I'll just check what's happening. Yeah. On yeah. Yeah. But once again, yeah. that's all on me. And it's even your story in regards to your chronic fatigue. That's yeah. all on you. Like it's taking yeah. ownership for that. We can sit here and go, yeah. oh, I blame Apple. Mm-hmm. I blame Instagram. Yeah. I blame McDonald's because I eat there. I blame blah, blah, blah. But that's, I yeah. make those choices as a consumer. It's my power. And this, my 100 my power. Like that's my yeah. power. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And this is, empowerment Mm. Mm. because we give the power back to ourselves we go we look at our life and say how do I want to engage with my life Mm. how do I want my day to feel and we remember that we can ask those questions every day and we can choose a new reality every day yeah Definitely. I do the same thing as you. I tend to um, not go on as much on the weekends. I try to keep the weekends for family time. Um, And some people don't understand that um, and have other expectations where I won't email or check my messages or anything. And that's fine. I've just learned to disengage from that and be like, this is my boundary. Um, Absolutely. That's the boundaries. Yeah. yeah. And other people are going to, yeah, maybe project on that. Um, but when you're super clear in yourself, then you know where that's coming from. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. you know that this is a choice for yourself. Um, and yeah, I don't know. There's just no gray area there for me. It's like when you feel that coming in, you know that it's, yeah, as you said, an expectation. Well, we actually don't owe anybody anything. No. And nobody owes At us. At the end of the day. Um, and expectations kill relationships. Mm. So, yeah, and that's when we come back to that relationship with ourselves mm-hmm. um, because then we can let the people in our life off the hook. Yes. And that's yeah. the hardest, it's the hardest relationship. It is. I yes. think um, so many people turn away from spirituality or personal development or whatever you might want to put it into a box as because mm. once you dip your foot in there, it's amazing. 
um, the first like little bit, I remember like the first little touches that I felt of feeling those goosebumps and feeling God and feeling like all of that was just Mm -hmm. incredible. It's undeniable. Yes. But it's also hard because I'm still human. I'm still having a human experience and I don't just get to switch that off. I have to acknowledge that and respect that and, Mm. um, Mm. dive into integrate with that. Yeah. Yeah. Not avoid it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's a constant thing. It's not going to be, uh, I'm never going to get to a point in my life where that isn't something that I'll have to deal with. And that's part of the beauty of it, isn't it? Yeah. And this is actually, um, so why I created the Fem Friday, which is. Yes, Fem Fridays. Yeah, yeah. You just reminded me because. I recognize how much work people put in that are on this path. And I wanted to create something that was fun. Mm. That was just purely for fun. Um, That was also going to be a deeply powerful experience for people that came along, but that when people arrived, they didn't need to, I don't know, um, be anything or like prove prove anything that they could just walk in and um, have, have a beautiful experience. That was sort of, it has a very specific energy and um, there's a depth to it, but also just really light, light and fun. And it came from a place of me um, because I used to love partying and going out um, and the dance floor is like my happy place. Like, when I think, especially at uni when I was, yeah, going out quite a lot and always my happiest moments are like be on the dance floor, like, you know, and you got your friends around and then that song yeah. comes on where you're just like, this is my jam. Yeah. <laughs> and then I always like say that I live for the drop, like that point in the song where it just drops and I would just look around and be like, this moment, like I fucking love this moment, you know, when you just yeah. want to like, you want it to go through every cell of your body. You're just like, this moment can just take me, you know? Yeah. And I, when I stopped going out so much, um, I really missed that. Like I really just, and I was having conversations with a lot of, you know, my soul friends who were like also missing that, you know, getting to Friday, Saturday night and. Not doing much. Yeah, and that to me, um, because I'm I'm introverted, I get my energy from being by myself. A lot of the time, that's fine for me. But then there were times where I'm like, wouldn't mind just going out with some friends. Yeah, getting dressed up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I just made the event that I'd like to attend. Yeah, um, (laughs) which is what I do for most, as you've heard. (laughs) I Um, love it. Create it yourself, so, hey. Yeah. 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 It was a Friday. So it's a Friday night. Um, yeah, I had the first one last September and people would arrive at like um, 7 o'clock and for the first half an hour there'd be nothing scheduled. It would just be like hanging out and we'd have cacao. Um, and then we sat in circle for, for a bit and then um, dancing. So I, I hired like speakers. 
I hired a disco ball, but I got, you know, and you're so in it, like I forgot to turn it on. I was absolutely <laughs> devastated. Like at the end of the night. Oh, no. Like, no, I forgot the disco ball. Um, <laughs> I was shattered. But, um, yeah, it was just too in it. It was great. It was really fun. And I had like a mix of, um, you know, like really sort of etheric, what's the word? Like ethereal or something um yeah I guess like kind of like that light sort of you know fluffy music hands yeah they get it (laughs) and then I'd drop like Eminem yeah and everyone would be getting down and dirty and like yeah it was just it was awesome and so oh and the other thing is that being in bed by like 11 afterwards that's the other reason I wanted to create it. So I was like, I cannot wait until 2 a.m. to get on the dance floor. Like, no, no yeah. way. No, yeah. So, yeah, it just went off at like nine o'clock, which is yeah. great. That's awesome. So, <laughs> have you done yeah. that since you've moved? No, so I'm planning a Femme Friday tour for September. This is why we need to chat because oh. I'm going. Um, so, so I've just. Moved- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've moved to Frankston, so I'm going to have one here, one in Geelong, um, one in Perth. Yeah. And then there's one more that I've known has been circulating. So, yeah, we can so, chat. But I'm open to wherever that is. Following your Femme Friday, I actually was, like, yeah. thinking, I wonder if she would, like, take that idea and let it morph and let it, like move around because absolutely we need to have fun like i need totally. to have fun. i have three kids i don't get to go out ever, yeah. even if i want to yeah it's a huge deal and to be able to go something that is i can still get dressed up and feel everyone great. got dressed up it was yeah. so beautiful but like no shoes yeah the, you know like got, yeah it got all beautifully <laughs> done up um yeah, and I was thinking sep- September, like, yeah, every Friday night of that month. So the energy will be like really amplified um, for it. But I'm so grateful for my community in Geelong that really got around it and um, kicked it off for the first one. So, yeah, excited. to. It definitely um, will morph and evolve. So, yeah, excited to see where it goes I think it's yeah. a huge thing I think it's so important you don't ever like boys go on boys trips and girls tend to not do stuff yeah. like, like why can't we do that yeah. environment where it's yeah safe like do you know what I mean there's nothing to totally it's yeah and even I had a couple of girls say to me they're like it was so nice to not have to um try and look a certain way because without even realizing when we go out sometimes or like from going out when we were younger, trying to dance and look cute for Boys. guys or girls. Yeah, you know, or girls, whatever. whatever you, yeah, exactly. Trying to look sexy, I guess, um, for the wrong reason. Yeah, trying to look yeah. sexy. Um, and I definitely welcomed, you know, whatever expression people wanted on the night. But the first half we had eyes closed. So it was just, yeah, in your own space. And then the invitation was, okay, we're going to open eyes, but can you? still express yourself and that comes back to that why I have around finding belonging in a space where you're just truly expressing your essence and knowing that that's safe to do so 
it's a huge mission. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, as women, I think our calling, and I think this goes for all women that are listening is to be more vulnerable and to share more, um, and not be worried about what you look like or, being wrong or weird or someone making a comment about you and just doing it anyway. We've been trapped in a box for too long of what society tells us we should be. Um, And it's not, that box is too small. So definitely it's time that we take that calling to step out and whatever that looks like for you, it doesn't have to be a podcast or a spiritual thing or anything like that. Mm. It needs to be like, if you want to wear that outfit, girl, wear that outfit. If you want to say that and it comes from that place of honoring yourself, then say it. Don't be afraid anymore. Like there's no, yeah. That's exactly what it is. And we still, we carry that fear because of what has happened in the past when we've, spoken up Mm -hmm. um so that's why it that's why we have so much fear when it comes up for us to share our voice but it gets easier with time I was just speaking um to a friend of mine about this who she last weekend really needed to honor a boundary for herself and was carrying that guilt afterwards of and you know it becomes that sense of um well, I might as well just do what they need yes. me to do because otherwise I'm going to sit at home feeling bad that I didn't go. So, like, yeah. what's what's harder? Yeah, exactly. You know? Just do but I, I said to her, I'm like, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, I said it gets easier with time. It's like this muscle, you know, particularly with our boundaries and things like that, that – over time it gets easier and then we get to a stage where it's like I can't not honour myself, I can't not be myself. Mm. But in the start it can feel like you're trying on a new pair of shoes and like this is uncomfortable. Like, Yeah, I need to wear these in. It would be so much easier to just do what I always have been conditioned to do. Yeah. Um, the, that growth. And this is with anything. I'm not saying that I – like I – I'm still growing into things and I know you are as well Emma it's like in the start it always feels a bit clunky and things like that and we're going off what other people like that other people have said no boundaries it's really good to have boundaries and we're like oh I think it's good for me to have boundaries might start trying to do that and we're going off that someone else has said it and then it's once we once we start practicing it this is the putting this spiritual airy fairy concepts when we're bringing them into the 3d then we have the feedback from it that one time we assert that boundary and then we feel like oh i had the weekend to myself and that just felt so good and it positively impacted the rest of my week Mm. that is data that we then have that makes it easier the next time to honor ourselves but Without making that action, we don't have that data. We're going off what someone else has said. So mm. putting things into practice is so important. And that's, um, I and guess, what I find myself doing a lot in mentoring yeah. is like supporting. And I really encourage when people are starting to do this is to seek out support, whether that's mentoring or life coaching or yeah, a women's circle. I know you run um, beautiful circles, Emma, but just, yeah, finding 
support while you're navigating that is so, so important and helps it to become long-term because mm. otherwise it's so easy um, to, to slip back and not fulfil that soul desire, which is to bring more of ourself into our life. Yeah, and we internalise it. And having that space where we can share, whether it's through mentorship or life coaching or circles, whatever it is for you, even just good friends, Yes, um, absolutely. Enables yeah. you to create better boundaries and more boundaries and boundaries that aren't made out of fear. They're made out of love for mm. yourself. So there's a difference in making yeah. a boundary because you don't want to do it because you're afraid or whatever. Like I don't want to go to the gym this week because I might look funny. Like that's not a boundary. Like your boundary is I'm not yeah. going to attend that thing because I really don't feel like I want to this week. Like I don't feel well or whatever it is. Yeah instead of just sucking it up and doing it anyway because you have to, because you feel like it's a family thing or my friend yes. really needs me or whatever it is. Um, just if it doesn't feel right, you're not going to be showing up in your full moment anyway. You're not helping anyone. Like, no, and it's honouring the highest good for all because for all. That's um, right. sometimes that person needs to not have you go and save them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And <laughs> discernment comes in um because our intuition is so strong as women we know we know like you know when you get that desperate text from someone that they're looking for you to save them and maybe the best thing you could do for them is to lovingly say say no and give them the space that would be for their highest good which is to maybe lean on themselves in that moment. Mm. At the same time, you know when that text comes from the genuine place where you go, this is a friend in need I'm going. and I want, I'm going to be there for them. Yeah. But it's like we, majority of the time, we know what that differentiation is and this is about, um, as we said at the very, as you said, Em, at the very start, is like recognising the bigger picture and taking ourselves out of it and this is prayer right which is my daily practice is like allow me to be a channel for the highest good for all yeah for all that that information can come that intuition can come through and we can make those little decisions and this is when um the practice comes off the mat Mm. is everyday life practicing Mm. that discernment practicing um being a channel for love which is sometimes saying no Mm. i think too i just felt like i just got a little bit of a download that it's also like um understanding that whatever is meant to happen will happen with or without you so if you feel in that moment to say no you do not have any fear to hold on to that oh but if i don't run to this person or if i don't do this then this will happen, but no, honey, like there's always going to be someone else that will come if that's what's meant to happen. Like it will happen with yeah. or without you. It's yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just trusting that too. Oh, I've loved our chat today so oh. much. <laughs> so I'm, fun. Yeah. I'm so excited to share. For those of yeah. you who aren't following Amanda, holy crap, go <laughs> and do it. I'll put all the notes for her show and everything in today's um, episode. amazing yeah like um if you're around her to connect with her like if you're in the melbourne area i really encourage you to get along and 
I'm just full. I just love following you on social media, honestly. Oh, that, thank you, Emma. Like, you're just always being you and you can see that through the screen and that's just so much honour and respect and love there for you um, just for doing that. So I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And such an honour for me um, to have the show on the other foot and be, be interviewed. Thank you for holding this space for me to express myself. Um, that is such such a true gift for me and I just honour and recognise um, the work that goes in on behind the scenes as a podcast host. So um, I'm grateful to have that respect, to have that perspective so that I can sit here and, yeah, be grateful for you because I know and I understand. So, yeah, (laughs) thank you so much and thank you to everybody um, who's listened in. So lovely to connect with you all. Oh, it's amazing. What an amazing platform it is. Like, so grateful for technology. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, bae. you so much to connect with amanda and the amazing work that she's doing and keep an eye out for her femme fridays that are to tour australia in september like she was talking about before she um just is amazing like her vibe and she's just so fucking raw raw and real and i love it we as women need more of that in the world we need to be shining that inner beauty that we all have um in its all its vulnerability and its power and its strength so i'm so blessed and so grateful to have had her on the podcast this week and for her to have shared her journey a little bit of it with you all um all the details to connect with amanda are going to be in the show notes so please check her out also on February the 19th here on the sunny coast at Moffat Beach, we will, I will be having a sacred cacao ceremony. If you are interested in joining, please buy a ticket. The links are in my bio. Tickets are limited. I would love, love, love to see you there. There is going to be more upcoming workshops held by myself and other women here on the sunny coast as well. If you're interested in connecting with me, please send me an email, emma at thesacred.com.au. I do hold workshops, and if you'd like to be on the podcast or involved in one, um, I'd love to hear from you. And if you've got any questions or interested in any one-on-one sessions with me, let me know too. I'd love to hear from you all. Much lunar light and love to you all.